What's happening, you guys? My name is Shivaji, and welcome to an all-new episode of All Things Digital, your daily lowdown on all the exciting and sometimes not so exciting work being done in the field of digital in India. With the lockdown still in place, and well, I mean things opening up sort of in the country, uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys have to, you know, have had to shift your focus onto digital activities for your clients. Every client, every manager is now saying it more than ever that you know you have to do a lot of work on digital. You have to shift your focus to digital, and. Um, and for those you know who are not in the digital uh, field who are not working on digital stuff it's unfortunate because i mean despite all the madness out there this is probably the best time to be in this field and uh, what what we learned today during this pandemic is going to be taken forward for a really really long time so i thought like today's episode could you know instead of doing my weekly episode about what's happening in digital because it's anyway out there everyone knows about what's happening right now I'll instead chat with a friend of mine, and yes, you guessed right. It's time for Vatilab episode two. Want to talk digital today? Digital what? I know exactly. Everything's digital today. Today's guest has been uh, working in the digital marketing space for a while now, uh, having worked extensively in the travel space uh, early on, and then moving on to becoming um, the head of marketing at a digital media startup. Uh, he he followed that up with an MBA, and now he is actually working for a for a big four, uh, handling their paid digital marketing campaigns. When I say big four, uh, I mean big four accounting firms, and he is he's in one of them. Um, sometimes his tweets go viral. Many people know him on Twitter as that everyday guy. Uh, and, and he's quite funny uh, on Twitter. Apart from drinking occasionally with our common friend Aki, conversations about digital with this guy is always fun. So please welcome Karan Varma, aka KV, to today's episode of Vartalab. Welcome Karan. Uh, how are you? How are things on your side? Hi Shivaji, thank you for that flattering intro. <laughs> I think stretched it a bit, and uh, thank you for not mentioning any of the companies due to Never. independence Never. issues. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you forgot to mention that we went to the same B school. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I thought I'd bring it. I'll, I'll just slide it into our conversations later. That oh, by the way, we, wasn't, we, it wasn't an ISB or an IM, so it's not worth <laughs> mentioning. So let's let's move it's on. It's okay. I mean, we went to the same school, different batches, but and we had a lot of fun. Yeah. So that's that's more yeah. important. I think I think B schools are slightly overrated, and um, I mean, but yeah, it's important in India. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, what's up? What's happening? I mean, it's Saturday, so today no work. Had time for a podcast. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, otherwise, uh, work is fine. Dude. Like, there's uh, been uh, you know more work for a lot of people, especially in my team. A um, lot of people are complaining. It's WFH stands for stands for work from hell instead of work from home. <laughs> Can't uh, wait to get back to the office. Uh, you know, so that work can be less. And uh, honestly, I mean, it's uh, people who actually live near their office for them, you know, they slowly want to get back, uh, you know, to that 
habit but people are you know still aware companies especially big companies don't want to take the chance so <clears throat> i think it's you know starting out with 30% of uh, office capacity and then slowly moving forward uh, otherwise i mean things have been good you know trying to read some books <laughs> trying to stay fit uh, playing some sports here and there and in general a lot of board games board and game. sometimes uh, ludo king also <laughs> i can't i can't do ludo king man i i tried it a couple of times with my friends and i i got i you know that that whole it it was so like it was so i i felt so disconnected playing that game you know because it's otherwise i feel like it's such an intimate game where four people are like because i've played that with my friends in college you know a lot of times uh, we've we used to play it till like 3 4 in the morning you won't believe this and like people would be yelling and shouting and i mean it was fun you know it was quite a spectacle and here like we're on this thing and i know i mean it's we can't really do much i mean where we have to like sort of distance it's, us it's definitely not my preferred game but um, yeah. i mean i like board games like scrabble but not a lot of people are up for it and i'm tired of like playing with bots right right yeah let's move on it's it's inter- it's interesting that you said that i mean there's there's so much work because i mean um, i mean uh, with 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 the way things are going right now a lot of places are shut a lot of things are shut but i mean work on digital is still sort of going on isn't it i mean uh, companies and brands are still you know i mean very very much into shifting their focus on how to reach out to people through digital and and how is how has that been for you i mean in the last month or so like how is that that aspect been because everyone wants to know like even people who earlier weren't working or had anything to do with digital now want to know what are we doing on digital right so how has that been for you i mean early on when uh, the lockdown started yeah. uh, there were a lot of paid campaigns going on yeah. everywhere across yeah. sectors yeah. i think all of us uh, hit pause you know we wanted to wait uh, for things to pan out let's see what happens and a lot of paid marketing campaigns were put on stop even organic ones for that matter mm-hmm. um, early days frequency went down uh, for posting but then gradually it went up uh, people had to pivot uh, you know reform the strategy and eventually i'm seeing you know a lot of focus on organic organic campaigns because if you're doing you know paid campaigns right now you don't even know if your product is really going to reach the customer your pro- customer right. can't you know we couldn't order non essential items and right <clears throat> i work in the b2 b2b space right now and you know even in that you don't want to really push your services or products too much at the moment it's slowly changing slowly happening as the restrictions are easing yeah uh, so let's see yeah let's see i think i think uh, you know the budgets for this year will have to be revised we looked at mm-hmm. that's still right. in process right but at this time at least you know a uh, lot of companies are looking at refining their processes you know internally as mm-hmm. well as uh, looking at organic methods to still yeah. communicate with their you know at least their existing customers if not right. you know so- soliciting business or trying to <clears throat> do lead gen or trying to acquire new customers lot people are trying to you know keep their existing customers happy right so right. that that's been the focus you know not just through social media but through email um and uh, you know seo yeah yeah i mean that, that that was actually going to be the next part is that you know i mean how do how do you stay relevant like even even for the new ones i mean you, you mentioned that you know there's a lot of work going on for the existing customers 
but also at the same time how do you still keep organically attracting new people if not if not you know um uh, generating leads but at least getting people to your your getting traffic to your website getting people to know about what your offerings are and what you're doing right now so i mean that i think that's where seo has is slowly paying playing a playing a big role but uh, but a lot of people don't essentially know what seo is right i mean a lot of people think that seo means paid and uh, that's that's i think a common misconception that people have especially people who have no idea about um digital marketing because digital marketing anyway is a term very loosely used i feel i think people don't understand what it stands for what comes under it and what doesn't and a lot of times uh, they put seo under uh, it is under digital marketing but where where under digital marketing is what something people don't know so i mean i mean you want to like tell us you know how seo sort of plays a role and what what is what it essentially is you know um to to the people you know who might not really get it or maybe have a very faint idea and are not sure so basically seo is an i mean you're completely right firstly and there's a lot of misconceptions or not a full understanding especially people just starting out or who have you know small or medium sized businesses uh and even in large organizations not you know all stakeholders involved in the marketing process or the selling process right. have an idea so i think it's a it's a good topic to really talk about and a lot of companies to uh think about at this point and really leverage uh and create an you know strategy for it so seo is basically an acronym for search engine optimization right. and uh it essentially refers to you know techniques that help your website rank higher in search engine result pages right now there's a lot of definitions but i'm trying to keep it simple so yeah, that yeah. you know the yeah. audience can understand it and, and uh, okay. it's not it's not paid in the sense that you know unlike uh, you know if you're doing ads on instagram facebook uh, google etc you're not paying the platform directly you know it's not paid you know paying for clicks or reach etc it's the cost associated with this is that uh, you know you'll be paying a seo manager or web developer or designer to create content you know or to create a overall strategy surrounding it so there is some cost attached to it uh, but uh, it's really different from you know any paid efforts in marketing right 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 i mean because cost attached to it i mean this cost is not it's technically more about developing something that then pushing it to people and pushing it to people would be different like that this is not i mean seo cost that you just said it's it's okay. it's not to push content to people it's actually to create that content and to strategize on how to create that content right yeah exactly there is some uh, you know it overlaps with an uh, a content marketing yeah. strategy yeah. overall yeah the main focus as you said is on you know your own sort of owned media assets like your website it's absolutely focused on that right uh, and uh, it involves mostly you know a technical aspects of your website but uh, mainly over the years now recently there's a lot of uh, focus at least from uh, you know google side or i mean let's let's assume let's say just google's name for search engines because that's you know at least our audience would be focusing mostly on that bing and all <laughs> you know less than right. 1% market share right so let's just say google for now uh so google has um in the past you know done a lot of emphasis in terms of the algorithm towards 
content high value content relevant content mm-hmm. uh for you know tar- the target audience target audience would be people you know searching for terms or phrases surrounding your product or service right right and um and and when you when you know like someone has to sit and think because i mean there's a lot of aspects there's content being there there's there are certain certain technical aspects also to seo that maybe a content person might not get and that's where that's where you know you mentioned an seo manager sort of comes in so i mean when when an seo manager sort of you know gets into planning for you know how your uh, your search query should be what's what, what are the basics you know that they begin with you know to sort of get to um, what the content should be because the content part comes later right there's obviously an analysis before hand that goes into it and then we get to the content and the content is something that can be driven by um i mean the the content marketer or even even people who are who understand the company even the management once they know what the analysis is so what's what's that basic what's the basic things that you know they that the seo manager has to do usually right so uh, you know the technical aspects uh, come under this thing called on page optimization right where uh, you know you look at the uh, site architecture and you look at uh, you look also look at the content and how the content is framed mm-hmm. uh, so you can go to something uh, you know website called seo site checker uh, and there are other similar websites all you need to do is put in your url right now one uh, in that i'll just uh, you know say one thing there's one misconception that when we talk about seo people think it's so oh, you're doing it for the entire website and uh, you just need to make one effort and that happens across the website but you need to actually look at specific pages on the website right. there are site wide changes you do but uh, sometimes you need to look at specific pages if you have it's an e-commerce and you have a specific product of mm-hmm. course there'll be a separate landing page for it you need to look at uh, you know the technical aspects of that and you also need to look at the content for it uh, so right. you know once you go there there's a lot there's a lot of technical terms you know could be um the simplest one could be okay the page title needs to be these many characters right right, right. and uh, which overlaps with content and could could also be you know things like um, url cannibalization or you know broken links so i won't get into all that right now otherwise it will be a very lengthy conversation <laughs> but essentially you need to start with that right. and uh, right. that uh, you know that tool would give you a score you know um yeah. seo site check would give you a score out of 100 yeah and if you score out of above 80 that's good how how you can benchmark easily like if you know this is am i doing a good job or not is if that site gives you a good score and also if your competitors have a higher score than you yeah and you don't want them to have a higher score than you right um and uh, you know you I can, can look at uh, right i can check any website's seo ranking any website any, any website it's yeah. completely and it's completely free right right so that's that's the easiest thing to do um but when we you know think about um, i mean all the technical changes can be made and to be honest technical changes pretty much ev- anyone knows how to do and it's the simplest thing right but um, when you really want to rank higher on search engines and differentiate yourself you need to look at you know authentic high value relevant content mm-hmm. right that's something in the recent past that google has uh value you know really value more and more as i as i mentioned mm. so how do you go about doing that you know after after 
taking care of all the technical terms, what you need to do is, uh, you know, think of a keyword strategy. Essentially, that's what, you know, we call it in this lingo and how you start with it is you look at, um, you know, again, there's tools. Uh, some of them are paid, but you can have free trials. One of the tools that I use is Mangold's. Uh, right. Other ones, the popular ones are SERP Watcher or Hrefs. Right. So what these tools do is there's an option there called keyword research. Okay. So when you have a brand, service, product, whatever, uh, you have words associated with it, which, you know, might be like really strong, like we call it primary keywords. And then mm -hmm. you have an idea. Okay. So if, uh, you know, if I'm like in the recent past, uh, ring hoops have become really popular, like, you know, right crochet stitching a lot of uh, people are doing creating these things from home right could be selling masks also you have a new website selling masks so you put in uh pp masks in that tool you want to start an e-commerce website mm -hmm. so you might have an idea okay if you know i'm searching for something you might have assumptions or an or a hypothesis but that tool actually gives you the data on how many uh, uh how many people are searching, searching for PPE for masks and uh, right. what are the different phrases that they are using? Right. You know, it could be um, N95. Some may be really obvious, right? But yeah. you get an idea within the obvious. Some may be a lot higher, like a lakh uh, or even more than that might be searching for PPE masks every day. Right. But N95 might be at 50,000. <clears> so that gives you an inkling of how to really structure the content on your page what you know what is the audience you want to because you can't use all of them right, right? and right. Uh, uh, I mean a lot of people use synonyms right but you need to look at what kind of um, words you really want to use um, and you have to keep in mind that uh, you know Google also I mean in the recent past has really focused a lot on synonyms um, there's this algorithm update called hummingbird which came out uh, a couple of years ago where they gave it a lot of contextual approach. Okay. So, you know, looking at uh, phrases, um, we call it long tail keywords, <clears throat> you know, which could be PPE mass in my area. Uh, can I buy it near my house? Right. right. You know, I'm sure like everyone's aware of it. We do it, we do it all the time. Uh, yeah. yeah, it could be an auto suggest from Google itself, or it could be something, sometimes you're just typing a really long sentence because you want something specific, like we already know. Right. But some people, and those are the people, like if we think about, you know, the marketing funnel, um, you know, uh, Google uses this marketing funnel called uh, think, see, do, care. Right. right? So right. a person in the do stage where you know, like you want to buy a mask now, yeah. Um, and you know, you want to buy it maybe from a specific website. So you even type Amazon, uh, you know, next to the, in the search query itself, Yeah. or you buy, or, you know, you put something, some extra word like cheap, cheapest, or you, right. or if you're a different type of customer, you put in high quality, right. high quality mass. Uh, so when you're like, uh, from the, you're doing this from the perspective of, uh, a business, um, you know, small business owner, mm -hmm. you need to do this like really well because a lot of people have an idea and they create a brand. But if you don't really use the terms that people, you know, are searching for, searching for yeah. Yeah. of this product around, 
right uh, seo is going to be a problem for you yeah because yeah. i mean a lot of small businesses you know i mean like i know a lot of for example boutique clothes brands okay which are like from i mean in india for example for women there are a lot of boutique boutique brands okay like home grown boutique brands that are uh, that are out there and everyone knows about it but with men i've seen with men's clothes i mean i i haven't seen that out there right but then i want to know okay so i'm i'm constantly searching about home grown brands you know indian men brands and i've i've seen that you know like it it i have to go to the second or the third page you know to actually find some of them and sometimes i don't even find them so um, i mean that's actually pretty cool that you go to the second and third page because i hardly ever <laughs> i know no one does page. yeah no one does i mean i i do it because i mean i'm really like looking for it like you know i'm i'm just like badly looking for it like kahi to mil jaye you know but <laughs> but uh, but and then i end up going on instagram then you know like then i have to go through different designers and you know there some influencer has maybe tagged something and then randomly i'll find one brand or two brands or maybe i'll find an article but but you know like it's 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 right what you're saying that you know i mean for especially for smaller brands like because the big ones have have been doing it for years and uh, how do the smaller brands sort of blend in like because otherwise it's it's very difficult i mean if you don't fit in the first page like i i think like 90% of the people don't even go past it right yeah in fact even uh, i mean you can forget about that people don't go past the, the top first three organic results yeah, yeah. right and uh, yeah. if there's a lot of competition on that keyword you'll have essentially three paid websites paid on ads, top yeah yeah and two on the so right and two on the right i think yeah. yeah yeah even if you're doing really well yeah you're on the first organic position you're still below you know yeah. three websites <laughs> right exactly uh, and uh, when you talk about click through rates you know uh, click through rate is basically uh, when someone sees uh, has an impression um, mm. of your website like the link yeah. uh, and clicks on it so if you know 100 people Saw see like so like i'll speak about uh, search engine marketing for a second yeah. a really good um, you know click through rate uh, in most categories like if if you think about travel Mm-hmm. then 4 to 5% is a good click through rate if sometimes it goes as high as 20% which is you know considered a really good benchmark but right. it should be at least 3% to doing paid right. for organic uh, organic has obviously the best click through rates like if you're in the top 3 positions you'll have between a 30 to 10% click through rate which means really? 30 people who come and search for that keyword <clears throat> or just even on the same person searches twice right. there's an impression right they simply click on the first three right so even if you there you know, three right yeah. right yeah well, but that's interesting because usually people think that paid will have a better click through rate than organic but i mean this you you're saying the opposite usually happens yeah right. no i'm i'm just saying like even if you make that effort for I mean, if, in, yeah. If you make the right effort and it's in the top three, then your click-through rate is even higher than a paid uh, click-through rate usually, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. That's that. That's actually interesting because you know, I mean, uh, and another way to look at this is that if a company has a certain vision, mission of you know, we've we've read that you know, vision, mission, objectives, and you know, they have certain things in their in their memorandum, certain words that they've been using over the years, right? and but they've never done an seo audit 
right mm-hmm. they never actually understood whether the keywords are being you know like uh, used by people you know at all so um, mm-hmm. i mean then how do you maneuver this like because then you can't change your company's vision vision mission and all of that yeah you're right you're right so you don't especially for established companies yeah. you don't need to necessarily change all of those things yeah what you need to do is analyze this and create perhaps new landing pages like right. as i said like you don't need to you know change the website main page necessarily right um, one of the strategies like we deployed like in the travel space we knew there was a lot of competition on the primary keywords like we take five keywords right. um like i'll give an example one i was handling palace on wheels right so for palace yeah. which is a luxury train so uh, the primary keywords would be palace on wheels means cost that's what the tool would people right. right and then we saw that uh, people are actually searching questions around right palace on wheels cost stretched version primary keyword and even though the volume is much lower could have been 7 lower 80% lower uh we started making landing pages you know faq pages etc uh focus on that and that right. was the same time humming and google started uh, using these things called like you know now you go and search google extracts some content from a website and simply posts on search results page in itself right like you have one paragraph um right like if you if you uh, you know go right now terms of covid mm-hmm. you don't have to go to a website google's going to throw it at you and there'll be a backlink to you know on relevant yeah. accredited site so and it's really helpful for users but it's actually not helpful in terms of getting relevant traffic uh, or relevant traffic overall to your website so but we did we use this and then we started appearing you know not just in the we were appearing third position that time we started appearing in the first position second position even in third position of different landing pages so the competition was almost wiped out in that regard for some time wow uh, and you can't i mean it doesn't if you are like at first i mean yes you're like celebrating but right. it can go away in you know months after your competition learns because the competition is monitoring you right and then they they learn these strategies they adopt it they create new content and then sometimes they start outranking you and then there are other ranking factors as well uh this is one of the most important ones uh you know when it comes to on page and creating your own uh you know really authentic high value content based on keywords you keyword tool you look at niche keywords you look at phrases call it long tail keywords create content around that could be even a blog uh, you know top 10 pe mass in india could be something if you're you know uh, if you are manufacturing those kind of things right. and uh, you blog on your website that comes up people go and then the link to your uh, you know your product page and you know that's how you can move forward interesting interesting that's that's actually quite interesting and i mean uh, another another thing that i can think of you know while you know we were we are you know we're discussing this right now is that i mean because i i work in a public relations agency and uh, um something that we do from time to time is you know i mean you've heard of press releases and uh, bylines thought leadership articles and and you know all of this that we do for clients um and and what i was thinking of offers that when we are actually creating them we actually get um 
um, information from our clients, right, to help prepare that release or to help prepare that byline. Um, do you think that's, that is important to sit with their SEO team at that time? Or maybe they're doing it, I don't know, in case they're not. But do you think it's important to sit with their SEO team and understand if it's in line with, um, you know, the keywords that they should be using? You know, like that, that, that should go into I the question. So. That's, that might be actually an upcoming trend that makes absolute sense. I mean, one thing we haven't gotten to yet is, you know, off-page organization, which again, I mean, it's um, in our uh, industry terms, we call it link building. Uh, creating link juice, <laughs> right? Uh, so, yeah. when you, I mean, when you're doing a digital PR campaign, um, I'm, I'm assuming you must be also looking at, you know, high authority sort of uh, or accredited brands which get a lot of traffic and you get, you know, more impressions on the articles you want to do. I mean, yeah, I mean, right? media, you mean media, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, people who get the releases or get articles about us i get it yeah i mean we are, we're looking we, we look we we have like tier one then tier two you know i mean depends on cities yeah we do have that exactly so you know in seo terms what i can map that to is something called domain authority okay. so again going back to that tool mangoes it has another feature basically which tells you a website's domain authority which is ranked out of 100 and it also i mean i think a lot of people know about alexa ranking Right. Uh, it's an Amazon company, uh, yeah. not related to obviously Echo or that. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually tried that. Yeah, I've actually tried that once. Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. Yeah, so, so that's actually a good indicator of, uh, you know, if you're doing a digital PR strategy, maybe with an SEO team in place, especially if it's an in-house, uh, that business has an in-house SEO or if it has an SEO agency, mm-hmm. um, generally I've noticed that the big businesses don't have an SEO agency specifically. They either have someone in-house or they have a digital marketing agency that also offers SEO services. Right, right, right. right? So I feel like digital PR firms are adding so much more value and I don't think you guys get enough credit <laughs> because you're also, you're really helping the website with SEO, right? You are putting articles out there and that creates relevant traffic to the website, especially if there's a, link on the website to the article and um, uh, you know if uh, again going back to that example of manufacturing PPE kit someone launches an e-commerce website now maybe an outlet like um, BuzzFeed or maybe an outlet outlet like Hindustan Times might be just doing a article because they know you know they also operate in a way that these kind of keywords are high traffic they want their model depends on hey we want as many people as possible on our website right. so if, if you have a client which is suddenly selling PPE kits or masks etc which a lot of people are they're just pivoting their strategy according to you know what consumers want right so you combine all of those factors you combine a publisher who wants to do um, you know articles on a specific keyword you have a business who wants to do a PR campaign around that, right? So right. <clears throat> you then you create this cycle where uh, everybody benefits and what the website owner or the business gets is relevant. They get high traffic and they get uh, relevant traffic 
which is basically one of the best things you can do to get uh, people you know onto your website convert them to whatever your business objective is but also to increase your organic rankings it doesn't stop there that's that's really helpful especially if it's from high you know domain authorities like i mentioned right. but then also like on page factors your analytics really matter the time spent on the website if people are spending more time when they get to your website from the article that google ranks that as you know relevant traffic and if they're then completing a conversion that you've set on like any analytics whatever it may be yeah. then that's brilliant right yeah. that's when your business is really you know getting its money's worth and also you're improving on organic search results for certain keywords at the same time right you can actually you can actually see where the person after getting to your landing page can go is going throughout your website yeah. you can you can so track yeah, exactly so you know i mean digital pr firms can actually use that data if possible to you know not just okay impressions or like this publisher has these many page visits in a day these many people see your article but also hey these many people are going to go to your website um yeah. and these many people are going to have this amount of session time they might have you know the different types of conversion that might be there depending on the business your uh obviously you're selling a product or you're adding to cart or you're subscribing to a newsletter if it's a different so you have you know you have all these metrics that can you know combine with seo and digital pr mm-hmm. and uh, yeah i think that's i don't know can do it later <laughs> no no i mean thing, i think i think uh, more than see uh, when it comes to public relations the objective of public relations has never been to drive sales that's more from the the sales and maybe even marketing point of view but okay. how i'm looking at it is using keywords if you can support marketing and sales campaigns like if public relations can do that that's another leg that they you know adding to you know the journey towards in that customer decision journey do you get it because i mean Absolutely. as you said public relations agencies aren't given the the due value of the kind of work they do but this is another yeah. value added that they can do right it already is that's what i'm seeing and i think it's uh, been overlooked uh, yeah. by you know i think yeah. all stakeholders because if you do a pr article if you do a pr campaign which you know does really well you can map that on google trends you can map that using uh, you know your yeah. tools and angles you can see all the key suddenly you'll see a spike yeah so successful yeah. you'll see a spike on search organic search which is a good enough metric uh, for success and then then again it goes to the other metrics i, I mentioned mm-hmm. so i think i don't know it can be i can stretch and it, it basically does integrate with marketing and sales efforts in a sales efforts yeah impactful way it's not just uh i think yeah i think you have it with a lot of clients right like i've even being on the side of the business when i was at a startup we didn't value pr as much in terms of uh, you know because the retainer was really high and startups can't really afford it <laughs> uh, but gradually and then we were trying to do our own press releases but i mean we that was a fail i was writing it myself and i was like i don't have any contacts so who the hell is going to reply right. some credit for this interesting yeah yeah managed to get on some tech review websites and everything like just doing our own stuff on cora right and uh, 
and in, you know inadvertently again it was helping us with the link building you know creating link juice getting traffic to the website and also uh, just uh, because how google works is that from the beginning it it's it doesn't really map all the content your website just decides that okay now this means that you should be in the top 10 it maps all the links on the internet which direct to your website right that's how i mean started but then a lot of people started you know creating i mean they started creating link farms click bots and uh, directing all sorts of traffic to the website from directories etc google started penalizing them essentially that falls under uh, black hat or black hat seo right right so we don't want to uh, i won't get into that too much if you if you get into seo then you learn about all these terms white hat right. uh, gray hat black hat and is gray uh, hat also white and black i gray hat, hat is like questionable things okay. <laughs> which uh, yeah which which you which you can do right. but uh, but it doesn't really uh, google officially doesn't have uh, you know algorithm updates quite often i mean the thing is google changes this algorithm 500 times in a year maybe and it's pretty secretive more. about those things big ones we get to know about quite often they name it and they tell us you uh-huh. know like uh, panda and hummingbird Uh, which I mentioned earlier, and uh, there are more than two hundred ranking factors, right? And right. we're right now we're talking about the top ones. Not everyone doesn't even know the two hundred ranking factors in totality. Right. But we pretty much know like twenty, thirty of them, and we work towards uh, influencing, uh, <laughs> you know, search search engine result pages yeah. using those ranking factors. We work on them consistently, and you know, just. Try to like hack it in certain ways, which Google doesn't consider black hat or you know optimizing. So, I mean, relevant to link building yeah. again, um, there are like a lot of there's an ecosystem right now. Like I used it once, went to Fiverr.com. I was like, I want to buy, uh, you know, a hundred links for this web page, mm-hmm. and I mean it was very low cost, and uh, at that time I thought it's a good idea. um and uh, these seo tools tell you how many links you have you can map it it's really useful if you know you can go and map it i think even for a digital pr form that's helpful like you can uh, actually see uh, how many you know media houses page or any other any page for that matter is linking to a website or a specific website page right so if you buy links and uh, there are certain websites which google won't even consider as a valid link um, there's this term called ref equals no follow all right okay. so which means and it and it's uh, pertinent on social media right okay. like if you have a link on a quora or a facebook or twitter uh-huh. you know or youtube for that matter it won't show up in you know that tool which where you can see all the links right that's not necessarily going to increase your organic rankings yes if you get a lot of traffic relevant traffic high quality traffic then indirectly your result pages uh, you know change you your seo improves but uh, <clears throat> social media doesn't necessarily play such a pivotal role it does influence the results if you get high quality traffic relevant traffic 
right but it's not primary that's why you know a social media manager is different from an seo manager yeah the two different things that related uh, but uh, but they yeah. but they serve different purposes completely i mean they i think i've i've seen that with i mean i've seen that difference you know when when we when you talk to a social media strategist the person's i mean so there's something totally different going on in the person's head than what how a pr person would think so i mean there are two totally different things i i can understand that but i mean tell me you know you know you were just saying that um so many algorithms so many you know so many things that keep changing with seo um it it takes time to deliver results though and uh, and and you know i mean with today's date clients want results overnight and how how do you like how do you manage that expectation or can can it be manipulated in a way is is that is that something that happens in the industry yes i mean <laughs> with clients it's uh, really dicey you know i mean some of them just think seo is passe like it's just uh another thing uh that a digital marketing firm might do so you like how is seo yeah they give the seo kar dena and you know it's really like that they don't know the amount of effort it really takes and yeah. uh, another thing is they expect results pretty quickly and then that's also because you know when you were referring to start of our podcast that scm and uh, ads you know you can launch that the next day and then you have a lot of uh, clicks just happen you have a lot of conversions which happen yeah and uh, you know you have the, all these metrics you know how to operate you especially if you're just starting a strategy from scratch right now you just launched your business your business does not have any you know domain authority as such it's going to take a long time yeah it's uh, yeah. minimum i've seen is 3 months you know if you're lucky okay. and uh, or 6 months generally as that you can take can take longer also but uh, you know if someone guarantees that it'll come on the first page i think that's a wrong thing to do a lot of companies think they can and they have they have it's not like they haven't but the thing is if your competitors it's a very competitive space right um that tool also tells you the keyword difficulty level if you're typing you know buy t-shirt online mm-hmm. that's going to be insane like that's going to be the one most difficult keywords to look out for uh to do any effort in and if you're telling a client just started a business uh, e-commerce business hey i can get you on the first page do not believe that person right, right. <laughs> if it's something if it's some niche again yeah. like uh, even something like ring hoops which of course they might have become popular but it'll still be a lot easier then you know bounty online so right you can have three months or six months out where you go from nothing to the third page the second page first page and you can rank uh, all of these changes you know almost basis you can see your rankings and it quite often it changes on a basis uh, so you can see the results of your seo on a day to day but the actual movement the you know the sort of uh shift really happen after a few months and uh, clients need to be patient everyone needs to be patient in the right. ecosystem i think i think that's a problem with uh, digital i think and i might be like deviating from just seo here but in in digital uh 
you know flat flat off i've seen results are you know like expected daily like not daily but immediately and uh, when i and, and especially you know when people don't look at the paid angle like they'll say that okay we can't do paid we don't have budgets okay so oh. we'll, but we we'll do organic and we'll get organic results and we want it immediately and it can be anything it can be your engagement rate on social media it can be the number of followers you have on social media it can be your seo ranking right and uh, uh, they expect everything overnight and that's that's actually the problem which i don't know maybe it's it's it there's a gap in understanding or it's it's not the right people who are you know who we're speaking with you know i think i feel sometimes because i recently came across a guy who said that he wants his twitter engagement rate to be at least 10% that's insane yeah his his companies and it can happen can happen it, it has it's happened difficult. Yeah. it's super difficult right yeah. and he he want he wanted it overnight he said that you know in a month we've 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 not got 10% that's not cool at least it should have been 7 8% and we Even were, i don't we, get 10% we're and we're, i get a lot of engagement <laughs> we're at less than 1% okay and then we did an industry and then he said that okay we want an industry average of um, you know like uh, what uh what the industry averages we want we want that data we found a report and the report actually said that i think we couldn't find any industry that had more than 0.8 as a as a twitter engagement rate that that, that was the average flat flat average yeah i was going to say 1% in experience for brands yeah and uh, yeah because i'll tell you just one thing one hack here yeah that companies have done and these guys aren't open to it they just say ha itna kar do but then when even if we think yeah it's possible perhaps uh if we do but you want to produce a kind of quality content shareable yeah. content and that's a difficult task right and it costs yeah. money like especially hey you want to do a series of videos of course you can exactly. get more than 10% exactly. rate in that exactly. but then they're not open to it they don't have a budget for it so i mean you Need or patience, also, I would say patience also. I mean, videos yeah, don't patience. don't happen overnight, and especially if you're yeah, doing create from scratch, you know. I mean, it doesn't happen. So, I think it's a it's a problem we're all facing in this in in digital per se. But I think that's a whole total diff, totally different podcast that I can do on the problems. Digitally. We should do that maybe. Let's see how yeah. this one pans out. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We should we should like list down you know under each industry that oh boy. that's another question he shouldn't have said he question he shouldn't have <laughs> i think um yeah and i i think daily on a daily basis i i it, it like it is like ticks in your head you know like okay today i got asked this question so i think uh, this is a good time to sort of take a short break and uh, we'll be back uh, shortly with uh, with more conversations with karan and uh, stay tuned <laughs> Uh, welcome back to all things digital, guys. Uh, we have Karan Verma, KV, um, and we're having some interesting conversations about SEO. Um, I think KV, um, my I think one question that's that's been on my mind, and that's something that I discussed with with some of my colleagues also. You know, like is is that you know like when you talk about SEO, what's what's like the what what are those myths you know that that are there? Like because I mean there are myths about PR, there are myths about marketing. I've 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 always wanted to know like. what are those myths about seo that you know you keep hearing about and you know that it's not true well there's actually a lot of myths 
I don't know, like an endless list probably. <laughs> but I think uh, one thing I've, I've actually I learned it on my own even till two years ago. I thought this was a genuine thing. Um, but what your domain name is, it does or your URL path in general doesn't really matter that much, right? A lot of people want to do like you want to your e-commerce, so you want to put clothing. If you're, you know, now that people are selling PPE masks as a standalone business, you want to put that in your domain, which is, which is fair. That's more useful for giving the user uh, an idea about what you're selling even before, you know, they come on your landing page. But uh, you don't necessarily need to have that. And you don't need to have a .com. You know, uh, you can just, there's so many new, uh, new ones out there. Like you have a .shop. You know, you have fun ones also. I think even dot fun is out there. <laughs> right. So even if you're using a dot net or a dot in, it doesn't really matter that much. It gives you an idea. Um, for a user gets an idea. Okay. This is related to this, but in terms of SEO, doesn't really matter. It's okay. Whatever like you look at uh, Zomato or even an Amazon for that matter. Uh, you know, when they're starting out, it, it didn't really matter. Right. Right. So that's how, I mean, that's something if you're starting out, you should really, you know, think about that. Make, make a nice quirky, whatever your brand uh, image might be you know, surrounding that you could name right. it. And even your domain name uh, is that all the domain names are taken, which is also sad. Right. So you take, uh, you know, a different one than a dot com. Right. Right. Actually, and, uh, yeah. 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 Sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, and uh, you know, number two would be a um, lot of people. I mean, it's not really a myth, but a lot of people think that uh, speed isn't that important. So you need to really focus on uh, your page load speed. You know, like ideally, it should be you know less than three seconds. Uh, a lot of people can't really you know think about that when they think about their. Uh, overall SEO strategy of business, like an e-commerce, your, you know, for every second you increase your page load speed, your conversion increases. Like we've seen right. that, you know, across the board, right. it helps in that, but it also helps in your organic results. Uh, you know, that's one thing. And thirdly, I think it's uh, keyword stuffing, like keyword density, essentially people think uh, a keyword hai, then let me just this keyword like you know 30 times here and that will help in getting my search results <laughs> higher but that doesn't happen it's actually yeah. google might penalize you if you do that yeah. you're just trying too hard right uh, you right. want to keep it to you know five or six keywords per page you can have different keywords you can have like you know those secondary keywords four five you can have 20 you can mention it 20 times in five different keywords like five into four Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's a best practice. And then you don't want to keep, you know, putting it again and again, t-shirt, 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 t-shirt. <laughs> you don't want to keep, uh, just, that doesn't make sense because it has to be, I mean, Google is looking at it from the perspective of a user and the user's readability, not just, right. not really doing it just for the website okay. crawler. Right, right, right. Makes sense. I mean, it does, it does make sense, but, um, yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, like if you had to um, share some, you know, quick tips to your, uh, to your listeners, to our listeners, actually, because uh, a lot of people today, 
I mean, either they're disillusioned by SEO thinking that it's a numbers game and maybe, you know, it's not my thing. And, um, and, and, you know, or, or they, they just don't know how to go about it. You know, they think there are some, they need to do like a, like a certain course or something, maybe, you know, just to, just to be in that. And since they're not doing that, then maybe they can't get into it. So what, what do you have to say to them? And I mean, if you can share something. Yeah, I think one quick thing would be to look at the images on your website. I mean, this goes back to like the, you know, the site load speed I was referring to. Right. A lot of people, you know, use these, like if you look at even a stock image or a vector design, mm-hmm. they're really heavy. Like they could be, you know, about one MB. You don't want your website page to be, you know, higher than a two MB or a three MB. It just take a long time to load, especially on a, you know, 3G or a 4G network. Right, right, right. So, look at all the images. Uh, try to compress all the images. You can do it yourself, or you can even look at a, uh, you know, web developer. There are all these. Even Google has its own platform where you can simply check uh, the images on your website. Uh, but it doesn't tell you what's exactly wrong with the images. You might need a help with some designer or web web developer and how to compress it without quality loss. Right. So I think people should really look at the images and then. Also look at alt image tags, by the way, your images need to be described for the search engine. Some people just put it up or uh-huh. uh, you need to put a description for that image. You know, if you, if you're using a WordPress CMS, right. it's pretty easy. You can just do it. But, uh, if you made it on some other platform or if, uh, you have a web developer coded it separately, right. then you need to ask that person uh, look at the images what are the tags what is the description because it's not just google search normal people use google images also to find things that's also yeah, something yeah, people yeah. cannot think about right so i think that's that's one of the major things and um, along with that look at the i think overall look at the overall design of your website the UI UX of your website, you have, I mean, people generally have more time now. So if you just look at the design, you can make some quick changes to make, uh, you know, it more intuitive. More friendly. For yeah. I mean, and you can do that also not just based on, you know, your assumptions or, you know, subjective decisions. You look at the data, you look at uh, Google analytics or any other kind of analytical tool that you use. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google Analytics is pretty easy because you know it's free and it's easily integrated. Uh, the the tool is pretty easy to use. Also, I mean, even if you're not, you don't have to do a course. You can look at simple metrics like how many people are really spending time on a page. Right. Right. Um, then there are other tools like um, uh, I think Hotjar, which you know you can use a heat map, basically oh. where you can look at. Uh, Exactly where does the user go on your page? I mean, you can get it for free also for a certain amount of time. Which okay. Yeah, and otherwise uh, you can, you know, even Google Analytics in itself can give you an idea of the page and if you should A-B test that. And if a user starts, for example, starts spending more time or engaging with your page, scrolling through the page automatically, the organic results gets impacted. Right. I think that's that's one thing and just uh, keep creating content man like <laughs> every day just churn out blogs churn out uh, you know ebooks etc just yeah. uh, 
you know authentic high value content keep working on it so yeah i think i think that's that's really important uh, that's a really important point you made and i think as 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 people who are in public relations also they seem to they they need to you know like sort of be cognizant of all the, all of this because especially when uh, they're creating plans for their clients i think on a month to month basis i think it's it's important that um, they they also focus a lot on creating own content so having own content own uh, on your on, on your assets going out on a daily basis as you said whether it's blogs whether it's articles whether it's just opinion pieces for that matter even 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 social media all of that sort of plays a part and uh, um i think i think that's something that might be happening but might not be coherently linked to seo right now but uh, i think this this conversation really should help people understand that um it can actually help companies in a lot more other ways than just getting that press coverage or media coverage for you so so i think i think i think from from an seo conversation point of view i think this was this was important kb and um, i think i i i actually got a lot of more lot more understanding about the topic so i think uh, that was that was that was quite quite a lot of fun um is there is there anything that you know you you might want to ask or you might want to say um about seo anything that you want to ask no i mean generally like i was you know i'm a novice when it comes to pr to be honest and uh, i feel like uh, you know when we discuss digital pr and its linkage with seo i feel like maybe you could also you know share some clarity with us on that topic so i mean see um again with seo i think i won't I, i'm i'm learning that linkage like i i'm i'm slowly learning that linkage and i think um, clients know it some clients know it some clients don't know it uh, is what i feel but when it comes to digital uh, pr i think see when it comes to public relations in general what it what it essentially means is that you know i mean it's it's getting your company's voice out there to the right stakeholders and uh, today with everything moving to digital uh, your stakeholders are also on digital so how do you reach out to them and uh, what what are those what are the different ways that you can reach out to them so there's uh, i mean the media is now online a lot of publications are shutting their print um, um you know i mean print subscriptions or print you know like offerings and they're going online um yeah and i stopped i stopped dude like when covid happened my family decided to just <laughs> yeah, stop and, to and everyone went on to e papers and now e papers are also paid because i i i i mean like at some point i think toi said in some interview there some i mean yeah, executive director of toi said that they want to focus on people to get back to print but i don't know i mean your 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 major audience is still on is now getting slowly getting onto digital and there are so many every every newspaper has an app every news channel has an app or at least most of them have i mostly follow ndtv so i don't know about the other news channels um definitely not republic tv but um but but yeah i mean a lot of that is moving there so you have to understand like as 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 pr professionals we also have to always understand how to get get the company get our get our clients heard there and uh, is is just reaching out to them enough is just sending them a press release enough or can we do more so a lot of it 
also depends on ORM. So we do like we do online reputation management also to to see what journalists are saying online, to see what media is saying online, uh, what 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 the what are other stakeholders also saying online now. Earlier it was mostly um, um, how do I say it constricted to reading newspapers. So that was right. management, you know, we would, we'd, I think, and, and I'm talking about three years ago, maybe till three years ago, we'd mostly be tracking in the morning on newspapers and see that which competition got um, mentioned, um, which, which uh, industry story came out and whether we got featured or our competition got featured or who are the journalists who are speaking about something. But now all of that has shifted online too. Like we're still doing it with newspapers. I'm not denying that. But uh, I would say a major chunk of that uh, monitoring is happening online. And uh, that's where we get our insights now. And that's where we know who to talk to, who to target, who's the right person to create a relationship with for our brand, for our client. So um, digital PR has, is still evolving. I think it's still an evolving field. I think every day some new thing is coming up and it's very, very interesting. I, I actually came across a tool the other day. It's, and it's it it basically um it creates a connection between um public relation agencies and journalists so journalists can actually create their profiles there and um uh, public relation agencies they can actually find them and actually see what they've written about you know i mean as a journalist i can go and create my profile there i can connect my twitter my facebook my 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 the media house that i'm working with so automatically all my articles get linked so i just have to go to one page if i want to follow say a karan thapar or a veer sangvi oh. maybe and his entire profile on social will come out oh. okay and it's super interesting because because uh, if i want to reach out to that person i can do that too through that app so i mean you know you you see how how things are because earlier like not earlier but even now we make media calls we're calling media we're asking them i mean that 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 is not going to go that personal connection is not going to go but you know the first step of identifying and discovering is changing and you know now you don't have to call 10 people to ask that okay who's writing about uh, space today in in mm-hmm. you know, in the tier 1 publications maybe you can find it through I mean, by online monitoring. So it's really interesting how that field is evolving. And, um, uh, and there's so many more publications also. It's not like way too, those five, way too many. You know, way, way, too many. Yeah, way too many. And every day, like there's something new coming up. Some big industry, like big, uh, you know, media person has, has left one of the publications and starting something new. And hmm. they're, doing, they're doing some great stuff. You know, so you can't, you can't really ignore them because they're new. You know, so so they're all. Everyone is important, and it's a huge universe. So it's a very. Should we start one? You want to start one? Uh, no, I haven't really thought about it. You know, I think, I think I'm, I'm very. Uh, all things digital. Dot Shivaji. I think we can make it happen. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm. I, I think. I think I'm right now very focused on on learning more than you know, like because I'm I'm constantly trying to like grasp on get a grasp on different different things that people are doing like i might know not know uh, a lot about uh, a certain thing but then i i make it a point to sit with three other people and and learn about it first so i think i'm still in the learning stage rather than you know creating something of my own i think that'll yeah that's true i think even i am 
Yeah, yeah. So that's for sure. I think everyone is. I think you have to, especially in you know, I think in our field, marketing or in any field for that matter. Yeah, you have to keep learning. Everything's changing so fast. <laughs> in SEO, like going back to that example, Google changing its algorithm so often. You have to stay on top of it and keep deploying new tactics, yeah. new yeah. strategies, right? Yeah. So, I but mean, I think you have to start. Like you have to start doing things and uh, if you start then i can handle your seo for sure <laughs> just uh, I, I, I like i like how we are pitching each to each other uh, yeah. a prospective agency on a podcast but uh, i i love this give me this podcast link i'll just i'll submit it to like a lot of bloggers <laughs> and we can just and then, uh, and then we can, uh, we see, we see, yeah, yeah we can we can do our submissions yeah definitely I don't think it's, see, you're not going to benefit because you don't have a site. You will benefit Spotify and Apple Music. <laughs> They'll get more traffic. <laughs> you should have own media. <laughs> yeah, and then maybe Spotify will actually adapt my podcast. Who knows? But no, that's a... We that's have to take over, man. We have to take over. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, see, that's, that, that's what like, that's, that's, that's what, that's what's great about our conversations because we, we always like, we, I mean, I, I like it that, you know, we think in these directions because I mean it, it sort of gives us perspective about each other's fields right I mean you're doing something I'm doing something but you know like you see so, like conversations sort of made at least me understand that there's so much linkage between both both our both the things that we do right so um, I, and and for me that's the point of you know Vatalap or that's the point of all things digital you know I want to bring people together and to make outsiders understand i mean not just digital people because most digital people sort of have an understanding of of all anything and everything that we spoke about right but it's it's more about those people you know who don't really get that connection and i mean okay. this is this is one platform where they get it you know they, they just like so you know i mean you see the trend in india there's so many small businesses now digitizing the whole yeah, uh, acquisition, yeah. not acquisition but you know facebook investing in yeah, reliance yeah. Yeah. And WhatsApp is going to be a major platform and you'll you see it with other companies WhatsApp. also. Yeah. I, can't I think this conversation that we have, I mean, whether they get it from here or they get it from anywhere else, it entirely depends on your SEO strategy, to be honest, where they get it. <laughs> <laughs> they need this information I, to really scale <laughs> So I have, I have to really work on my SEO strategy now. So yeah, so yeah. I'm gonna do that right after our conversation, I guess. But uh, but no, KB, it was this was great. I think I I had a blast um, uh, recording this with you, and Daniel. it's always Daniel. a blast <laughs> just sitting. And and this, the unfortunate thing is we're not doing it over drinks, but we shall be doing that soon, hopefully. Um, yeah. But um, but but that's usually how our meetings go. I mean, we meet, we drink, we talk about work, and Aki just gets bored sometimes. Uh, but uh, but but it's fun. Like it's 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 always fun. And um, yeah. So let's 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 uh, let's let's look forward. Yeah, it's to been great from my side, man. It's awesome that you started a podcast. Thanks for having me. And uh, I mean, I hope we can sit down and share a beer soon. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I'm going to send. I'm going to put up all your all the links that you had shared. That all the all the companies that you had mentioned, so that our viewers, yeah. our listeners, can you know sort of. Um, just, just play around with uh, the links and just discover maybe maybe it's relevant for them for their clients or or even for their agency you never know so that's that's always good and thank you everyone for tuning in today and we're going to be back with another episode soon and uh, stay safe stay safe till then and yeah okay goodbye guys
We'll be right back.